The Morning Coffee is a podcast recorded live slash streamed at twitch.tv slash Ryan Kubo every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. All articles used during the show are credited in the show notes below in the description. We hope you enjoy this episode. What's up, guys? How's it going? Ryan here, back with you on this lovely Wednesday morning with another Morning Coffee podcast. Still under the weather, unfortunately, so I do apologize if there is some short pauses or breaks or cuts or whatever it might be because of sickness or illness. I do apologize, and I will try to uh, mute those when I can. Um, Before we start, though, keep in mind that we are on Spotify and iTunes, no matter where you're coming from to watch this or listen to it. So check out the episode description down below to see where you can go and subscribe and listen to this podcast on the go. Got some pretty interesting articles today, actually. Um, got about five, five, six articles going on right now. So they all should be relatively uh, pretty good to talk about. Um, going to probably get the main one out of the way right now. And then uh, kind of the rest of the stuff is a little bit of fluff and stuff. Um, another reminder that this is a podcast that is streamed live over at my Twitch, which is twitch.tv slash Ryan Kubo every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning. Do not worry whatever platform you're listening to it on. Uh, it's usually available a few hours after the stream concludes at the latest. Uh, most of the time we've been pretty good at getting these up about an hour after the podcast uh, is done streaming. But over at my Twitch is where we have live discussion about uh, anything that is happening during the podcast related to the news articles, of course, and any other tangents. So I will try my best to transcribe to you guys what Twitch chat is saying if anyone does come in and give their feedback about stuff. So if you want to join the live conversation, remember twitch.tv slash Ryan Kubo for that. Uh, <coughs> if you want to get a little bit of interactivity out of this podcast. Um, but yeah, let's jump into the news. Um, so this article is a little bit out of date. Um, they've updated it a little bit of it, uh, a tad since it came out, but, um, apparently, uh, backpack kid and, uh, a couple of other people, uh, as well are suing, uh, Fortnite, or I should say suing Epic games really for, uh, apparently stealing their dances. The other people that are in the article are also the Fresh Prince of Bellier's Alfonso Ribeiro, who starred as the show's Carlton. He's suing uh, Epic Games because the actor accusing the studio stealing his dance, commonly refer- referred to as the Carlton. Um, so we will have to see how that happens as well. Remember that they're still in a lawsuit with uh, PUBG, uh, player unknown's Battlegrounds, over to consume that Fortnite be replicating the experience for what PUBG is known for, and so that's going, uh, you know, into lawsuit as well. Um, I think the case in general is pretty ridiculous. Uh, it makes sense to copyright a song because the lyrics are unique, unique, and the music is unique. Even that, you could debate whether or not it could be copyrighted. But to prove that a dance, uh, you know, movements of your body are specifically something that you created. Um, if you guys don't know, I should also add that Backpack Kid is the kid who also did uh, the dance flossing, which is in Fortnite. Um, keep in mind that his dance as well was only available during season two of um Fortnite's battle pass so it's not a publicly available a dance right now you can't just buy it while as the carlton is called fresh in the game and uh, can be bought for about eight dollars or so 
worth of uh worth of the in-game currency that you have to purchase v bucks um yeah i don't think this lawsuit's gonna go anywhere uh maybe uh, i'll start with the, the flossing kid or backpack kid he's already been in a couple of promotional events and tournaments for Fortnite back in the day, as well as in some promotional material promoting the game as well. And uh, he's also been on record saying that he didn't want to make money off of this and that he was just glad to be in the game. Uh, he is also a minor uh, under the age of 18. And <clears throat> for me, it just kind of comes off as maybe something that his parents or someone older kind of put him up to to sue. Um, like I said, though, it's really, really hard to prove that he was the one who, quote unquote, invented um, this dance called flossing. Right. Uh, he would have to basically prove that he was the first one ever to create it. And uh, its existence would only exist because of him. Doesn't matter if it's popularized. I think uh, one of the interesting things is that, um, that that comes to mind, at least, is that moonwalking, what Michael Jackson was known for. Uh, has been around for a long time. Uh, I've, you know, I hear, I hear it dates back to like the 1930s, even past that, or, you know, previous to that, probably it existed. But Michael Jackson was the one who popularized the dance, the moonwalk. Now, is he the owner of the moonwalk? Technically not, right? Because he wasn't the first person to do it. So the flossing kid, <coughs> or backpack kid, we should call him, uh, neat really needs to prove that he was the originator of the dance and not that he was the one who popularized the dance. There's a, there's a big difference with that. Um, so unfortunately it doesn't seem like he has much of a stand on it. Uh, especially since the, the, the skin itself, I guess he would be going for damages or something like that and back end of money. Um, Carlton, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, you know, he says it's suing the actors, accusing the studio of stealing his dance, commonly referred to as defense. You know, that might actually be a more legitimate, um, you know, case, since it was part of a show and the dance was probably invented on the show or created on the show. Once again, though, they would have to prove that the dance is something totally unique, totally different, and totally 100% <coughs> his own. Uh, and so... To prove that, I don't know how you would exactly prove that or whatever. And then uh, Millie Rock also is suing Fortnite for the Swipe It emote, an act he describes as a pattern the studio has. Um, and then he claims some pol you know political stuff or whatever, uh, you know, f copying Fortnite dances and taking it away from um, certain uh, minorities, I guess. He's also suing as well for his popular dance. Uh, the thing that's interesting, too, is that flossing is in a number of games um i know that it's in the new spyro game it's in destiny 2 <coughs> and it's in a, a bunch of handful of games so it's gonna be really hard to prove that these things were done um the uh, the lawsuit also with PUBG was also dropped so <coughs> uh we'll see what happens with these cases uh fortnite has Declared not to comment on them, though. Uh, excuse me for that. Apologize. Just coughing. Um. <coughs> oh man, my uh, voice really starts doing number on me once uh, I start talking a lot. Unfortunately. <coughs> uh, next up, though, Fortnite's new patch for season seven. Uh, well, six point one has been 
I think it's 6.10, uh, has been delayed. Apparently, they're adding a new vehicle in it. So keep that in mind. It's called the Drift Board. Um, but they said that they tweeted, seems to point towards the board's existence, and posted that tweet that, that started with the phrase, almost time to shred. But then a few hours later, they posted that uh, <coughs> they had found a bug with the Drift Board and that it wouldn't be released in the vehicle with uh, patch sorry 7.10 uh which was originally slated live on tuesday morning but it just seems that uh epic announced they found a larger issue that delayed the release of the patch altogether but apparently it is coming so keep that in mind i'll let you guys know how that patch goes and if there's any chaos in it as well uh don't really play fortnite but i like to keep up to with it because of all the controversy and the trends that it has <coughs> uh next up uh, there is a free game on Steam that I just want to make you guys aware of. It might be something that's really good, but I don't know. I downloaded it. haven't seen if how popularized that game is. But uh, it's a game called Gene Shift. Uh, it's in early access, and between now and today of this recording, December 19th, 2018, you can get a copy of it to play forever, uh, and the game is normally 10 bucks. Uh, of course, though, it is a BR, as always, and it is a top-down uh, BR, it kind of rem a reminder of Grand Theft Auto 2 and uh, that kind of playstyle. Uh, players have two minutes to battle for supremacy on a map filled with vehicles, weapons, and power-ups, like invisibility, mounts, and bullets, and the last person standing wins. So, uh, kind of the cool thing about the game, though, that I think might be a little bit appealing is that unlike most Battle Royale games, you continue making progress after you die. Death turns you into a zombie, but you'll respawn if you can kill an enemy. Alternatively, you can use your zombified character to seek out loot you'll be able to use in the next round. So I think that's pretty cool. Uh, we'll see how the game ends up going. Uh, it might be a game that I try out or whatever. Um, additionally, though, there is a DLC to the game, which includes a single-player campaign, five additional PvP modes, cosmetic items, and uh, more. And also, the game's that DLC in itself is $7. But you can buy the base game, which is the BR, for free right now if you... Uh, go and download right now so go check that out if you wish uh pretty cool little game uh definitely will be trying it on stream and probably letting you guys know how it fares uh so i guess last article of the day i should probably add because the real article last article of the day isn't that interesting but uh nintendo switch is the fastest growing american uh console uh, which shouldn't be that surprising, but they've sold 8.7 million consoles in the U.S. from its launch in March 2017 through November 2018, putting on a faster pace than the other current generation consoles from Microsoft and Sony. To be fair, that's not really fair because Nintendo has uh, you know, kind of failed with the Wii U, which came around the time as the Xbox One and the PS4, and they kind of were like, eh, this console sucks, let's make a new one, and they made the Switch, right? So to be fair, it is a newer console because both the Xbox One and PS4 <laughs> launched in fall of 2013 which was at this point almost you know five years ago so you know to be fair it is the fastest selling console in america right now but it's also because it's the newest out of all the generation of consoles um they said that it was also the best year ever for nintendo and that it was uh the best since uh 2011 when the original wii uh wii was finally waning uh, they also announced that they sold 3 million copies of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate in 11 days, which is pretty amazing, to be honest. And, uh, yeah, it says it sold four, 5 million copies of Mario Kart 8, 4.7 of Super Mario Odyssey, and 4 million copies of Breath of the Wild. So, 
this game is going to get pretty huge and sell a ton of copies or whatever. So uh, we will see how that goes. But congrats to them. It's a super fun console. And we kind of already talked about this on the podcast as well. But uh, if you haven't picked up a Nintendo Switch, for me personally, I would recommend it. I'm not a big console gamer at all. Um, I play most of my games on PC. So for me, at least, the appeal of uh, exclusives on PlayStation or Xbox don't really appeal to me. And uh, most of the games that I would play on my PC, I can play on my Xbox or uh, PlayStation anyway. So all the Nintendo exclusives, obviously, you have to buy buy and play on their Nintendo consoles. But I think one of the be- uh, better things of the Switch that I've been noticing is just the quote-unquote portability. It's not something that you'll, you'll be able to pocket or anything like that. But they've really opened up their digital download platform, which has gotten a lot better and will only continue to get better. And I've really liked how there's a lot of good indie games on my Switch that I can play, you know, quote-unquote portably while I'm waiting around, which is super nice to use. Um, And then just also being able to play, like, Smash either on portability mode or not portability mode, that type of stuff is pretty cool as well. But, I mean, just, like, being able to play Undertale or Stardew Valley or something like that, like, portable is really nice instead of, yeah, like, yes, I could buy those games on my computer, but having them in a portable aspect is just um, so much more convenient and so much more better or whatever which i've really really enjoyed um utilizing and having at the moment or whatever so uh i would highly recommend it um also one of the things that a lot of people have been waiting for myself included is that uh the digital e shop our virtual console where eventually the uh, virtual console games will be able to be played on the nintendo switch i think once that releases if it ever does which i'm hoping it does you know being able to play n64 games Super Nintendo Nintendo games on your Switch will be super, super cool and be so fun to do. Uh, and just having them in a portability mode and just having like pretty much like a legal emulator for a Nintendo Switch is going to be really, really cool. So in my opinion, uh, you know, it deserves getting a lot of sales and I've always thought that it's pretty worth it. Uh, anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this morning's episode of The Morning Coffee. I know that this is like a super super short episode and i do apologize for that but it is what it is not a lot of news this morning i hope that you guys can understand that as well and uh yeah you know bear in mind these episodes sometimes they're long sometimes they're short it is what it is sometimes there's just no news that happens during the week but uh, i hope you do enjoy listening to this episode really do appreciate it and stuff but for the most important part or least important part where can you find us? Uh, like I mentioned at the top of the episode, you can check out the episode description for audio sources uh, available for this podcast if you do want to subscribe. Subscribing there will allow you to get a notification each and every time an episode is live on either Spotify or iTunes, which helps uh, which helps us immensely. Uh, remember that if you do subscribe, please leave a like or possibly um, leave a review for us to help us out in our SEO searches as well. Um Check out my Twitch, which is twitch.tv slash Ryan Kubo, R-Y-A-N-K-U-B-O. And also check out my Twitter, twitter.com slash Ryan Kubo as well, R-Y-A-N-K-U-B-O. Instagram, uh, instagram.com slash Ryan Kubo as well, R-Y-A-N-K-U-B-O. Pretty simple to follow all those things. And of course, check out my YouTube, which posts VODs and clips of my uh, channel at youtube.com slash s-h-i-g-e-o-s-t-w-i-t-c-h-t-v and if you guys want to you can follow um the morning coffee's 
Podcast Twitter, which posts articles about what I'm going to be going over in the next episode, as well as just keeping you guys updated and informed on the latest episodes as well. You can check that out at twitter.com slash M-O-R-N coffee pod. Anyway, guys, thanks so much for watching. Thanks for once again bearing with my cough and my sickness. I do appreciate it immensely. And I will see you guys on Monday morning. Take care, guys.